What's up, multi-multi-listeners? A quick special announcement once again before we hop into today's episode, and that is that the Multi-Site Youth Ministry Conference is happening this January, January 13th through 15th, hosted by Marco and our great friends at the Youth Cartel in partnership with Orange Students and, of course, the official podcast of the Multi-Site Youth Ministry Conference, Multi-Multi. Make sure you guys go to the youthcartel.com to check out all the amazing info about this great opportunity for you and your team to get away, to get poured into by experts and experienced individuals in multi-site youth ministry from around the nation uh, and just great student ministry, youth ministry leaders, but also to spend time in community with other multi-site churches to take the time to learn from them, to share with them about your context and what God is doing there. Uh, And so we're looking forward to that time together as brothers and sisters in Christ. So go ahead, hit up the youthcartel.com. We will see you in January. Now, on to the show. Welcome to Multi Multi, the podcast where we talk about the multitude of multi-site student ministry. My name is Joe Crab, filling in for our usual host, Mr. E.J. Swanson. And although he's not here, I am still joined by our faithful few, Mrs. Kimberly Schuler. Hello, friends. And as always, holding it down on the ones and twos, making we making sure we sound better than we look, Mr. Trevor Callis. Trev. Thanks for all that you do. Uh, As you guys know, this podcast exists uh, as we desire to equip those and encourage those who are doing multi-site student ministry or entering into that multi-site student ministry world. Uh, We know that it's multifaceted and there is a lot that goes into it, a lot of nuances. Uh, It's there's a lot of ins and outs, and sadly, there's not a lot out there currently for multi-site students, and so uh, we hope to be those on the frontier. Maybe they'll make a statue out of us one day, oh, or maybe like a pin. Boy, <laughs> maybe of us Thanks in for, uh, Pennsylvania. We just want to be the, the Doug Fields and Marco of multi-site <laughs> student ministry. Yes. Those guys were given voices in the youth ministry when no one else were, and maybe we can do the same for multi-site. So that's a high praise. <laughs> Speaking of high praise, of course, I want to give a shout out to the Youth Ministry Podcast Network. This is a podcast network that Multi Multi is a part of, and we are one of five total podcasts that have five distinct focuses, five distinct uh, voices into to youth ministry and student ministry, uh, but all the same heart to equip, encourage, and empower those who are looking to make an impact on this generation for the gospel. So make sure that you guys check out Youth Ministry Podcast Network on uh, our website. Um, we have a link in our bio on Instagram. And the Twitter and Instagram handle is Youth Ministry PN and listen to any of those amazing podcasts in our network. And uh, that encouragement will set us up for a great transition into what our topic is today. Well done, Joe. That is encouragement. You know what? I think the truth of the matter is, is that there cannot ever be enough encouragement. <laughs> I think that is very true. You know, as we talk about multi-state student ministry is, 
multifaceted. There's a ton of stuff that goes on week in, week out, day in, day out. I think through it, you know, that a lot of us listening to this, um, that you have got your campus-specific ministry responsibility. You've got student ministries at your campus. You also probably have um, specific campus responsibilities. And then you have responsibilities to the organization at large. Uh, and some of you, that might include overseeing the entire staff of student ministry, helping out with major events like retreats or mission trips. Um, but there's, there's a lot um, within each one of those buckets. And we know that one of the most important facets of our ministry is to make sure that we're encouraging those who we get to, to do it with. Uh, I mean, I think through my ministry, we have a ton of volunteers. Absolutely. I could not do it without them, and I wouldn't want to do it without them. And these are individuals who volunteer their time, uh, and sometimes for major things like a mission trip or even retreat, they pay to be a part of that experience, and their payment helps that experience happen our offset costs for students, and just that realization that those that we serve with, um, especially our volunteers, already give up so much as they look to faithfully follow the Lord. And so we can't lose sight of that. Um, we have to make sure that we're doing our, our diligence and being intentional with encouraging them in so many ways. And so we're going to talk today about encouragement from because uh, we know it's a universal thing that we're all looking to do, always looking for new ideas. Uh, hopefully we can share some ideas with you. Uh, we'd love for you to share some with us. We're talking about encouraging leaders, uh, encouraging staff, uh, and then share some ideas. And so, Kim, as you talk about encouragement, any opening thoughts, any opening arguments here? Opening arguments and thoughts. I think it's just so important um, to not lose sight, like you were saying, Joe, of those we serve alongside of, um, I think without encouragement, I think burnout happens even quicker um, because you don't feel valued. You don't feel a part of the team. You don't feel like what you're doing matters. And so with those pieces of encouragement, we want to make sure they're intentional. Um, you know, Joe, you said at the beginning, I don't think we could ever have too much encouragement. And while I think that's true, I think it has to be genuine. Yes. Um, it has to come across in a Sincere. way that's authentic. Yeah. Um, even if it is, you feel like you're overdoing it or, you know, you just encourage someone. It's just remembering like where, where is it coming from? Is it coming from the actual pieces of your heart or are you just doing it to sugarcoat it and make someone feel good or, um, or honestly just win them over so that they will serve or that they will be a part of this or, you know, so it's really just checking the heart. Um, I think John Chris has like a nice, uh, rap <laughs> video or something on that. Yeah, um, if you want a little laugh, um, but Really, honestly, making sure that as we encourage our leaders and staff and those we come um, in contact with is w w out of what place is it coming from and making sure that it's genuine and authentic. Um, and the beauty of it, too, is often I think we think of encouragement sometimes as it costs money right? Um, we don't have that big of a budget. We can't encourage as other churches do. Let me tell you, there are other ways that may even be more meaningful than buying someone a gift that you can encourage someone. And I think there's, Joe, you've done this well in my life um, through different transitions or um, just even as a friend is like 
one way that I receive encouragement very well is words of affirmation mm-hmm. um, or words of encouragement. And so getting those letters, um, thinking about taking the time um, to really sit down and write out what you appreciate about someone. Um, I think it was an Andy Stanley leadership podcast that I listened to a while back that he talked about um, leaving a box of note cards or envelopes or, you know, stuff you write Obviously, letters in. That sounds so stupid. <laughs> yes, paper. Um, yes, this podcast supported by Dunder Mifflin. Um, but keeping it on top of your desk in plain sight so that you can be mindful and remember to consistently write those letters to those people you work with and serve alongside of. Um, and it's a good habit to put in place. And it's a habit that, you know, at the end of the year, we try and put in place with our leaders as well as throughout the week. Le- throughout the year. So I, I believe most of us listening here would be able to identify and agree and affirm and say, hey, writing thank you letters, thank you notes, basic 101 showing gratitude should happen. Uh, but does I, it happen? I think it should happen after any major event that you do, retreat, yep. mission trip, so on and so forth. And it should happen when you, especially if you have, it's the same way, if you have values in your ministry and you see a leader Heading it out of the park with that. You hear a story. Then Champion them. That's a great opportunity. Write that letter right then and there. Um, but before we move on to other ways to be able to do that, Kim, for those who have trouble growing the discipline of writing letters, any tangible thoughts for that, for, for them? Any tips? You said have it right there. Um, anything else? You know, having a box right there available. Anything else that might help the, anyone grow in that discipline of doing so? Yeah. I, I, mm, okay, sorry. I'm collecting my thoughts. I'm very much a list person. So when I know I have to write thank you cards, I, I shouldn't say in the have to. When I get the privilege to encourage someone Mm -hmm. and speak some truth and wisdom and love in their lives, um, because it is a privilege that we get to get to do that. Um, I I write a list of those people's names or individuals' names um, because I like to know that there's an end in sight at times because it, it does one, it takes time. Too, Very true. It hurts your hand after a while um, because when's the last time you actually picked up a pen and wrote something it, longer than like a simple list, right? Yeah. We're yeah. on our computers. Um, and I think there's something so sweet about getting a handwritten note, um, not a typed note, a handwritten one. Yeah, I agree. I, I know that there's that cop out of just, hey, you know, at times it might be fine to send a quick text and a quick email, Absolutely. so on and so forth. But like your leaders should at least receive one handwritten note from you. Just so a they year. can judge your handwriting. <laughs> That's all. They need that handwriting, handwriting <laughs> sample. Yeah. Um, I like, so just making sure you make it a priority. And I would say this as well. I remember, um, I don't know what the actual rule of thumb is, but I remember after we got married, you know, um, my wife and I were talking about like the timeline you have to write thank you notes. Yeah. And I think it's like, Hey, after like a birthday, you have like a month, you know, within that month after like your, your wedding, you have like six months to a year or something like that. It's like I think mid- that's even really generous. Yeah, I think I think six months, three months, six months for some. Maybe like, okay, you're getting settled, so on and so forth. Yeah. As long as it's well written, it's not yes. like thanks for the pots and pans. 
XOXO, right? <laughs> or like after or the sh- general, thanks for the gift. Yeah, exactly. To do more well, more more thought out. Yeah. But I think the reason I say that post an event, I think for myself, Hope Week, may, major major event. You know, after that week, I was fried. You know, didn't didn't sit down and write thank you notes or anything like that then. You know, and when we're recording this, it's been a month since Hope Week has happened and I've started to work on a few of them. But I think the the end that we can get discouraged by or say like, oh well too much time has passed. We failed. You know what? Write that in the, you know, you know, yeah. as I sit back and think it. about Hope Week, you know, and, and a few months ago I still was so encouraged by your willingness to serve the Lord in such a way. Yeah. Awesome. Nobody's going to mind that you, you sent it six weeks afterwards, as long as you sent it. Absolutely. You know, you're still letting them know that you, you said you're communicating value. You took the time to write that note. Um, and so from text messages and emails to, to writing notes, you know, one of the things that we did in between, you know, that did cost a little bit of money, you know, is that day after Hope Week ended, looking at the budget and saying, hey, we do have some room in this. We sent out that you know, we had a text group with all our leaders. We just took a screenshot of the Starbucks gift card, you know, the barcode and sent it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's fun watching their, uh, their order history pop up. <laughs> and uh, one of the things, if you're particular about gathering your stars and everything and want to make sure other people don't spend them, well, you're out of luck, <laughs> which it worked out well. I think we, uh, we got quite a few beverages that some of our leaders were able to use from others racking up stars and everything. That's but, awesome. But it did right off the bat. Right, hey, know that you, as fatigued as I'm probably feeling, you guys are probably feeling it all the, all the more here as you get back in your schedule. Thank you guys so much. Here's a little pre, you know, token of appreciation. Mm-hmm. And um, at a multi-site level, you know, when it comes to writing those sorts of notes, you know, the, the gift card was for every leader that was involved, regardless for campus. And now the charges for each one of those guys to write for their leaders that came from their campus. So for some, they might be writing three, others 10, others 30, but each one of those leaders should receive something. Kim, we're talking uh, thanking leaders. Before we move to staff, any other thoughts? What are some best things that you've seen or other churches do, um, best practices, whether our campuses, you personally or others? Uh, what are some good ideas? I think we're always looking for new ideas yeah. of ways to encourage people. So, Well, I think one universal thing that we can all know or should have written down is their birthday. Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, listeners, if you're sitting there, um, do you know or do you have record of all your leaders' birthdays? And then even beyond that, if you are that central um, student um, person or director or you're, you're on that central um, campus, um, do you know all the student staff staff's birthdays as well Um, because I think it's so important to show the value and encouragement of when it is their birthday make sure it's known again you don't have to send them something that costs money um, but at least doing some sort of celebration of a text or a quick phone call Um, but I've also find it found it pretty simple to schedule out gifts or Starbucks gift cards um, that can be sent to that individual on their birthday as just, again, another way to appreciate and encourage them um, on 
a special day, a day that we all get to celebrate um, once a year. Yeah, and I think that uh, a huge part, again, you know, thing is that tension. Maybe you don't have finances. You're like, well, I'm not going to be able to automate and send a $5 Starbucks gift card to my leaders every time, like for their birthday. You right. know, that's X amount of dollars and we just don't have it. It's still thinking through, okay, well, what can you do? Or just even knowing that day and a simple birthday card and, um, you know, having you sign it or having their small group sign it or anything like that. Or if um, it lands on a ministry night, how can you sell it, like as a small group? Yeah. How can you set up those students for success or... And Something finding those sort. intentional moments to encourage them and affirm them. And again, I, I, it, it allows you um, to uh, celebrate them, to affirm them, to show them love and value. And especially if you're thanking them or encouraging them for ways in which they have been um, just moving the ministry forward. You know, you see one of your values at full display with how you know, they were showing up to a student's game or uh, how they've just been going out of their way to make sure that students feel connected or focused during the message mm-hmm. or anything like that. And I think a big part of it is just find those opportunities to reward it publicly. Uh, you know, that, that statement, I think it's an Andy Stanley statement as well. Uh, thanks Andy for listening to our podcast. Uh, you know, what gets rewarded gets repeated. Um, and I don't think it's just necessarily what gets rewarded gets repeated. What gets rewarded brings clarity to what we value. You know, like we do value the weekly gathering, but we also, we, we value the, the, outside of the walls intentionality whether showing up at a student's game or i love when i'll see leaders pop up in a uh, a kid's insta post because they showed up for homecoming pictures yeah you know and Absolutely. they they wanted to get that 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 pick with their leader as well it's like that's uh, so cool you know and, and a, a, maybe a small thing in which they just took those 30 minutes to show up where they were taking pictures at um, that should be encouraged. That should be affirmed. And whether it's in your meetings or emails or texts that you send out to your leaders, um, I love that. And so I think that there's other ways from gifts. We've, you know, buying small things for, for them at the end of the year. When you're doing your leader appreciation party, which hopefully you're doing a leader appreciation party. Yes, um, please. <laughs> you know, one of the, the things that we've done the last couple of years, which has been great, is that we... Uh, we include their families. And so their families are able to come to it because their families are also making a sacrifice for them to be able to serve. And so we've gone to a local minor league ballpark and bought, you know, so their whole family comes. We'll have dinner together beforehand and it's right down the road from where where our church is at. And then we go there um, and we get to attend the game together. So it shows value to their whole, to their whole family. Uh, And even from time to time, you know, providing, providing meals for them. Every, our, one of the things we do, every time we have a leaders meeting, the day that we have a leaders meeting, we have dinner that same night. We know we're going to keep them a little later. And yeah, I would love to be able to do dinner all the time because a lot of them are coming right from work and everything. And, um, you know, maybe that's something that down the line we can get to, but just letting that, hey, I'm going to ask a little bit more of you tonight, and I, I'm going to give a little bit more tonight um, and have dinner for you guys as well, and just also to encourage you. But even something like have, have you know, coffee every week or buy a Keurig might take a little hit to your budget this week, this year, but it will pay for itself a little bit over time or... Um, you know, just to say when they're getting there on a Sunday night, a Wednesday night, whenever you guys might be gathering, oh, okay, there's free coffee in that leader's room for them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Those are ways of encouraging them, sending them podcasts, sending them a blog, sending those sorts of things that you're not just saying, hey, I want you to like do this or remember this, or it's not just instructive or informative, but also encouraging or inspiring or just, hey, I I want you to know, I want to help you along as you're looking to grow uh, as a leader here and encourage you. Uh, Now let's talk staff. Kim, you've done a great job with this, with, with staff from things with our staff staff retreat to monthly meetings to even onboarding new staff and everything and um, what are some what are some things that you've done things that uh, you think are value and the others to to be aware of um, or you you would do if hey you're thanking somebody tomorrow or you've seen others do well what are some of those ways that you appreciate the staff as staff comes on to the student team at a multi-site realm, I've always tried to make them feel like they're part of the family, they're part of the team now. And we, usually when you join a team, a sports team, or of that something of that sorts, you usually get gear, um, some merch. So I make sure that they are decked out in some Woodside students or um, you know whatever church you may be at get them gear, make them feel a part so that when they show up at an event, when they show up at a retreat um, or even at a staff meeting, that they can represent the brand, represent the family well and feel a part of it quickly. I also try and provide some of those tools, either books or, or resources of that sort, sorts, but also those fun aspects of almost like that um, survival kit, right? In student ministry, here are some things that you might need. Uh, Joe swears by a Tide pen. Like you he, need it. You he need has it. one pretty much on him all times. So that's something I throw in there. Some breath mints, um, some vitamin C because or air, airborne because we are uh, constantly germ-y in germs. Kids. Yes. <laughs> Um, so as they come on, you want to make sure that they feel a part of the team. Um, and I think we all have that desire deep down. And I think this is just that extra way to extend, uh, just some encouragement, but also some, um, just a welcome, um, generosity to them as they join throughout the year. Um, like Joe was saying with leaders, the family often takes a hit as well, or there is sacrifice that they have to give. Um, and I think we can lose sight of that sometimes as staff, uh, just the sacrifice that, uh, maybe your spouse or maybe your parents or, um, even your friends have to take at times because of our schedule, our long hours, because this came up or that came up. And so something we've done over, uh, the past few retreats or long weeks of hope week, um, is sending flowers or sending some sort of gift or sweet note, uh, to the pastors or directors, wives, husbands, or significant other. Um, And I think that just goes a long way, um, letting them know, hey, even though we are here on this weekend serving with students um, and maybe seemingly having more fun than being at home (laughs) at times, right? Um, Yet really, uh, I think most directors and pastors would say if they have their own room, they're just excited to be able to sleep. Um, But you know, just making sure that those back home are still um, reminded of how much we are grateful for them and the sacrifice that they constantly have to make um, for their uh, family because of the role and responsibilities their husband or wife or, um, you know, son, daughter, friend 
has in ministry. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so, so key. So if you guys hear that, like, I hope you wrote that down. I, I can attest firsthand to hearing from, from our guys and even my own, my own wife as well. Like you just get that knock on your door on that Saturday or the middle week, uh, the middle of the week for camp and everything. Have you been gone a couple of days and it's just a bouquet of flowers, uh, or, or some sort of gift like that. Again, if you look at your budget, see if it's something you guys can do, but it just speaks such value to them. And it, the reason why it just lets them know you're seen. Mm-hmm. Hey, although you're not here, we know that, you know, you are te- making a sacrifice in order for your husband, your spouse, your significant other, um, uh, in, in being here. And, um, you know, there, there, there are definitely single people who aren't in any relationship and everything. And so again, yeah. kid, he's still looking for, for ways to encourage them as you encourage the team holistically, but just being mindful of those who are also making that sacrifice as your team serves together. Uh, one of the other things that we've done, uh, as a staff that uh, I think we've seen a lot of fruit and really just make us feel like a family is when we've had those um, key moments, uh, you know, I think of our, some of our staff members who just had a kid. Absolutely. Uh, and so we start a separate text thread minus that person. Mm-hmm. Uh, we give it still a name. This one was called Diaper Drop. And we'll just say, hey, Throw, uh, you know, you give at least, you know, 10 bucks or 20 bucks, you know, we were buying diapers. I, I, I put in there like, Hey, you guys might not know how much diapers cost. So at least need 20 bucks from you. Um, but anything else you want to give, we're going to buy all these diapers. We're going to give it to them at our next all staff meeting and, uh, our next time we're all together. And that's pretty much it. I mean, it's, it's, they'll start Venmoing you or cash app or all these 90 different ways to send people <laughs> money. Uh, and you just go out and buy it, but it just communicates such value. We can, we did that for your birthday, mm-hmm. uh, last year. And, um, I, not they, diapers though. Let's not diapers. That. Yes. <laughs> we, I, a separate gift. Um, but you know, it was what I've been encouraged in. And if you're the person who's leading it out, one, set an amount so that at least you have a minimum of what people are giving because they just want to know. Um, and two, as soon as they send it to you, as soon as they send it, text in that thread, hey, thanks, Kim, for that. Appreciate it. Don't share the dollar amount, but it's like, hey, thanks, Kim, because it just keeps them, the reminder. keeps it in front of them. And again, yep. what gets rewarded gets repeated. You get that little affirmation. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah I got to send that. I got to send that. I got to send it. Um, and so it's just a, a cool way to think through whether it's the, the birth of a child, um, them getting married. And anyway, this is something that we started to do. And there's definitely been opportunities that we've missed, but it's a good rhythm to have as you like to honor and appreciate one another. Uh, I yeah, think, Joe, ahead. you know, we've hit on a lot of the high moments of life, right? Um, and I think where we can easily shy away from is those more sorrowful or Mm. grief driven moments where, um, maybe it's a death of, a uh, you know, a family member of one of our leaders or staff, or, um, you know, even just those heartbreaking moments where you have to, or have to stay later because you need to take the time to sit with a leader and cry. Um, and that can be just as encouraging as getting that Starbucks gift card. Um, that can go even a longer way because that's 
I would say more life altering um, to be able to just sit and be heard on a Thursday night after doing ministry um, with students for two hours. Uh, so, you know, what do we do in those moments? What do we um take the time to just encourage them. And I think something that Joe, as I've seen you lead teams and lead even the Troy staff here at the, at Woodside, um, you are quick to jump on those moments and not miss an opportunity to share that love or encouragement, even in those hard times where we may not know what to say, or we may feel uncomfortable going to the hospital or going to that funeral home, but man, does it go a long way. Yeah. We want to make sure we're always communicating value and reminding one another that we're not alone because that's one of the most beautiful and powerful things about what we get to do in ministry uh, is that we don't get to do it alone. Uh, it's such Amen. a privilege and honor. There are frustrations with it at times, but truly I think we can all say at the end of the day, we would prefer prefer it and we are better because of it. Absolutely. Um, and I would hope so because that's the way that God has designed it. Yes. And so we hope that you've been encouraged throughout this, maybe given some ideas, maybe affirming what you've been doing or challenging uh, some things that you need to start to do. And as we get ready to close off here, uh, if there's a maybe a, a leader or a staff member that you have that is just an all-star and you would love to encourage them and... Uh, we would love to be a part of that. So you can email us, multi-multi-podcast at gmail.com uh, or DM us on any of those platforms, Twitter and Instagram, and just share with us the story of that leader, that staff member, and we would love to, to help uh, make their dream come true. We can't send them to, to Disney World, but <laughs> we might be able to, to you know give a gift or contribute in some sort of way as you like to honor them. So let us be a part of the work that you're doing as you like to encourage those that you serve with uh, so again, our uh, Instagram, Twitter is multi multi pod, multi multi podcast, or email us at multi multi podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you check out the Youth Ministry Podcast Network. Until next time, we'll see you. Bye. Bye. Bye.